0: All right, welcome everybody. It is once again Monday night, and guess what? This is an amazing night because there's so much going on right now, and this is the biggest opportunity of the year for you to crush your business. We have the 12 hours of Christmas. We've got the spirit of sharing. We've got these amazing promos, and there's just a lot of vibe and energy going on to help you get to your next goal this month. So we're about we are just a little shy of halfway through the month, and some of you may think, oh, well, it's too late to do anything. Well, let me tell you what, it is not. You can kick into gear, into the hustle right now and be able to blow up this month so that you can get unstuck. Because I know a lot of you – who may have come in in the last couple of years? You had some major, major, major volumes, some happy times where people were joining <laughs> like crazy, and your volume was blowing up, and you popped up into some ranks. And then things got like crick, crickets. <laughs> crickets were uh, oops, I'm exiting. Exit times are not. Crickets were in your business where nobody was in buying any more product. <laughs> So that really stinks, but this right now is the time that you can do this without having any problems with doing a promotion because of what's happening. So let me go into there in just a second, so let me me go rewind myself here a second. So for those of you that are new, I am Jen Springer, and I have been with Young Living Since 2001. (laughs) So I am like, I've been around a while. I've seen everything. I've built in every which way you could possibly imagine online, offline, uh, out and about prospecting, expos and trade shows, warm market. Well, I really didn't have a warm market to begin with. So if you think that you can't do this, I was an engineer, an introvert. I hated talking to people. I had no friends. I was the person that always had one best friend at a time. So at the time when I joined my business, it was my sister and my husband. So that was it. I had no extended network. (laughs) And I thought to myself, I wanted so badly to get out of that corporate environment I was in that I could not um, take any excuse for a reason why I couldn't grow because I saw that Young Living was my ticket and I was going to do anything and everything to get out because that environment was not for me. And luckily, my sponsors came to me one day and they led with the business and I was like, yeah, so I enrolled myself. Of course, being a red personality, I enrolled myself and wouldn't let anybody else do that. So I enrolled myself. I started talking about the products and then I was um, (laughs) – able to get a check, right? And so this check was like six bucks. And I just thought to myself, this business is so easy. The more people I tell, the more people that are going to enroll or buy product, the bigger my check. And the more people I teach how to tell, the bigger the check. That's really how simple this business is. And we get so caught up and confused about what to say, what are the exact words, how often should I call people back, what should I do in this class, how do I close the class? I mean, we get so hung up in those details. But if your passion should be bigger than any fear that you feel within yourself. And if you have a need and a desire to do this, tap into that really strongly. And then whenever those little doubtful voices or 600 people say no in a row, or you did a class and nobody shows up, guess what? You won't be discouraged. You're like, all right, what did I do that I screwed up? I'll fix that, and next time it will be better. And that is the true mark of a leader in somebody who is going to succeed. And I firmly believe those people that are in the diamond ranks, crown, royal, Those people are people that never gave up. They never got, I mean, of course, we all get discouraged now and again, but that doesn't stop them, and that's why they are where they're at. So you have to remember that. You know, I speak to you guys all the time on the phone. I hear what's going on, and wherever you're at is where you're supposed to be, and you are going to learn in the right timing. The most important things for you to do are to work on yourself through personal growth, which means working on your personality <laughs> and how you say things and how you view the world. And then the second thing is is get some skill and keep it simple. And that's really what this business is about. So that is what I'm going to leave you with today, because there are so many things to do, and I want to make sure that we've got plenty of time to get with our guests and then get back to work. Because today is a big work day. We've got the 12 oils of Christ, or 12 hours of um, the 12th day of Christmas. Say that six times. And we've got new specials popping on every couple of minutes. Um, we should be having another one popping here in just a second. Deal 11 here. So make sure you go to youngliving.com/12deals. Um, this is the 12th day of December. In case if people are listening to the recording, we also have which don't give up yet. We still have plenty of time. We have this spirit of sharing promotion where you can even get a trip to Ecuador. I mean, you can do that. But you can be if you're going to go the simple route, you can do your uh, you know 10 people for the month of this December, and you get the premium. Uh, where is it at? Uh, the rose oil, I'm like I lost track of where I was at. The rose oil of 10 people, 20 people you get the rose oil and the rainstone diffuser, 25 people, rose oil, rainstone diffuser, and the iPad, and then more than that, you go in the pool for the winner. And I'll tell you, I did classes when I first started. I enrolled 10 or 15 people at a time. So it's really easy to get to this point. I think I was enrolling 40 people in a weekend for some of the shows and stuff that we did. It was not unusual to do that. But it's all about your mindset, your belief in yourself, and your execution, which goes back to personal growth. Okay, so let's get into the next last thing, our, our specials, <laughs> which kick butt tonight, uh, this month. The 100 PV, if you're on essential rewards, you get the tea tree. At 190, you get the tea tree and the nutmeg and a five mil of uh, orange vitality. At 250, you get the all of that plus the nitro. And the nutmeg and the tea tree are for essential rewards only. And then at 350 PV, you get this exclusive blend, which I'm, I, I'm, like, stalking my package right now because it's got Hydrogize and Excite in it at the same time, and I'm ready to, like, scream because it's not pa- shipped yet. <laughs> so you get that special blend that's only available for this month in the, in, in the promotion, Excite, plus you get a 15 mil of abundance. So get on that. Get your bottles that you can and then you will get that oil. So hang on a second. I need to fix the line so we don't hear the dings when people drop. Okay, I had to fix that. I think the uh, conference call company just changed that on me here. All right, so let's get into the meat of the call. So for those of you that are new, You can find the recordings of all of these calls. You guys, we're probably getting close to 200 of these calls. I've been doing these every night, every Monday night since 2013, I think it is. And we're going to be going into 2017. So you can find them on diamondfactorytraining.com. You can also get your membership there, which is only $137. You get lifetime access to all this really good training on expos, trade shows, what to say, business trends, all that other jazz. But the recordings are free. You can access that at the free membership. You can also find them on SoundCloud, and you can find them on iTunes, you know, if you go to the podcasts and look for Diamond Factory. So get on that. If you want to get on the mailing list, go to OurSimpleTraining.com. You'll see on the right side there. Just put your email in there, and then you will know what's coming up. And I also put some very special things in those emails as well. So you're going to want to do that. If you got here through a post on Facebook or you're listening through the broadcast. Go to OurSimpleTraining.com, put your information in there and so that you're on the, quote, in-crowd VIP list. So tonight's call I'm really excited about because I talked to Jamie yesterday, and we haven't been you know, corresponding for a very long time, but when I got on the phone with her, I thought – This girl has got it going on. She is going full forward and not thinking all these thoughts and not getting hung up in herself. She's in action mode, which is how you get results. And when you hear her story, she's been in Young Living for two and a half years. And she's a mama, she's a wife, but she's also an entrepreneur. And right now she is on the verge of diamond. And this gear, what we call the hustle <laughs> she's doing the mm-hmm. hustle to hit the diamond and she's I'm tired yes yeah, she's hustling and she you guys you would laugh if you knew behind the scenes you'll be there someday where you're here <laughs> like i haven't showered today and my hair's a mess i mean look at the diamond factory video i posted on the facebook group today i look like thank goodness you can't <laughs> smell through that video i mean it's like that's what happens at this time of year And that's where Jamie's at. She's doing the push. She wants to hit this goal. She's on the verge of diamond. And when that is happening, you can do it. But the number one thing, Jamie, I'm sure you know this already, is belief and that Mm -hmm. she's kicking it in right now. So thanks for coming on. I know this is a crazy busy day, but you're taking some time to help people and give them some of what's working and not working. But Mm -hmm. I really appreciate you coming and joining us tonight for a short period of time yeah I just have to laugh
1: because this interview landed on the funniest day. <laughs> I know
0: <laughs> like if we had known we would not have done this, but oh no no, well. I would have said like uh I'll talk to you tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, so. but let's we we've got this, but this is what you guys this is what leaders do I mean leaders we've got the plan, we make commitments, we are really honest right. with, i mean this is this is really the truth, and so if you want to give a little bit of a background of how, how did you find your way to Young Living and what made you decide to do this as a business and then take off from there? Yeah.
1: Thanks for having me on. This is a fun group. Um, and you're like so excited and your energy is so good. I talked to you yesterday and I was like, she is like a bundle of joy. <laughs> I need you to just hang out with me often. Um, anyways I mean it's the power of good people in your life they always give you energy and more energy than you know you have but I started my business because my best friend bossed me into it basically and she had been kind of saying like do this Um, you'll love these oils because I was kind of a hippie like I liked organic and natural ways of doing things. And so she just kept um, persistently saying, you need to do this, you would love these oils, they totally would fit right in. And I kept saying like, uh, 180 bucks, like that's a lot. And so one month she said, I have this coupon code, I'm gonna give it to you if you want it, but if not, I have gotta give it to someone else because it expires, and so I was like, oh, fine. So, um, I basically was like, I'll support you, and I love you, and dang it, I don't want you to harass me anymore. So, (laughs) I bought it, (laughs) and just the surprising thing, and not so surprising, was that I really, really loved it, and the oils really, really worked. So, I used it that night. The package came that day. I used it that night, and we saw immediate results, and so... That was exciting for me, and um, I thought, you know, I'm going to talk about this. I'm not going to, like, pressure myself or make others feel like they have to buy this from me, but I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to give my referral link, and I'm going to leave it at that. And so that's what I did, and that's how I built my business. I built my business on, like, two to four sign-ups a month um, for a year, and I did not I did not know the process or the MLM model. I didn't know what network marketing was, except that I wanted to stay away from it. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Like, in fact, my husband and I made, I'm sorry, I'm feeding the dog, guys, hustle mode. Um, (laughs) You can hear that. I just, my husband and I made an agreement because we had heard about, like, our friends going to dinner with their friends, and then their friends saying, we have this unique business opportunity for you. (laughs) And we would hear these like horror stories. And so my husband and I made this agreement. We will never join network marketing. We will never do a pyramid scheme like it was our agreement. Well, (laughs) here you are, girl. (laughs) Here I am. Well, eating your words is very delicious. And I have learned that... I'm really good at eating my words and mothering and just life. I just eat my words all day. So that was kind of how I started. But I guess what made it easy for me was I really didn't want anyone to do the business. I didn't care and I didn't know what it was. I needed to get my oils paid for and because I had like, fell in love with the product. And I just wanted to get my wellness paid for. So that's all I cared about. I was like, "Listen, these are good. I shouldn't feel bad about that. Here's my referral link if you want it. There's obviously no pressure. Um, you know, click on it if you want and so that's how i built that's how I built my business. I did that very consistently for a year, so I mm. would get um two to four sign ups a month for a year, sometimes more, like sometimes less. I mean it was whatever the you ebb and flow with the retail season, or you ebb and flow with I'm able to talk about these oils more, I'm able to work more i'm you know you ebb and flow with whatever season people are in and whatever season you're in, and so you know, but that was it, you know, and now it's the same thing, I guess not much has changed. I'm very, very consistent and I will out-consist anyone. I mean, that's my goal. Like, just be so, con- it's so unsexy. Like, it's, it's not glamorous and it's not beautiful, but I will just out-consist anyone. Like, I'll still be over here talking about my oils. You'll still walk into my house seeing my diffuser going. You'll still see me online talking about oils. And so that was how I built it. Oh, God. My dogs decided to have, like, a bite. So.
0: Bear, come here. Anyways, sorry. (laughs) It's okay. At least my cats don't bark, but they'll, like, knock the phone off of the desk and, like, disconnect and chew on the cord. But you guys may not hear it, but it will be the opposite. (laughs) I know. I sent
1: my husband and my kids out, and I didn't think about the dog. And then we got a puppy in December. It really makes a lot of sense, guys.
0: That's funny. You've got three kids and... and four. Four kids. Don't four? Don't forget the fourth. Don't forget the fourth. Oh, oh, my God. I thought you had three. So you've got four kids and two dogs? Yeah, and just what? I don't
1: even know what I'm doing.
0: <laughs> well, you know, because you do have, um, you've got a lot going on, right? So how do you balance it? You know, how do you... um. And maybe sometimes you can, sometimes people say I don't, but obviously you're making it work, you know? So how, what would you say about that? You know, like how are you making it work so that you don't go crazy? Right.
1: I guess I think like balance is a unicorn. So if you chase balance, like you'll never find it, but because it doesn't exist, but because no one has anything balanced perfectly. But I do think there are seasons. So I just think focus on the season that you're in. And sometimes it's like your kids are super needy and you need to be with them. And sometimes there are seasons where, and this is hard for women, like you're doing something for yourself. And Mm -hmm. for me, I like working. And that was hard for me too. I didn't know that about myself. So I'm 35 now and possibly older. I don't know. I can never tell how old I am, but (laughs) (laughs) it's like a driver's license. (laughs) I have to ask my husband. I'm like, I'm 34. I think I'm 34, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, guys, the number's in your brain. Um, But I didn't know that about myself, that I liked working. And so when I found this business, I... Loved leadership, empowerment, and I loved that aspect of it, and I loved building a team and I kind of just didn't realize that about myself so hmm. it's and that's hard I think when especially when you're in certain communities that tell you that women should act a certain way and women should do a certain thing, and I thought, man, I really feel like I like working and I feel like I'm gifted in this Weird area, I'm like really bad at 99% of other areas, like anything type A, I'm really super bad at, my team is laughing right now. Um, I call myself type F because it's far away from A, so that's my like self-proclaimed type F, I'm not good at systems and I'm not good at um, a lot of scheduling and, and just all that stuff but I did realize that I loved empowering women to make money to make a difference to do good things and I felt like man if I can get excessive amounts of money into good people's hands Mm -hmm. I really think they'll do good things and so that's I really do believe that good people do good things with money. And I feel like my team, you know, you, I feel like you do attract your tribe and your people and whatever the phrase is for now. But um, if you have an attitude of generosity and a spirit of giving and care, then those are the people that you're you're attracting. And I just feel like my team is so good in that way. And so my goal and my why is always to, like, how can I make them lots of money? I know they'll do good things with it. So mm. that's kind of where my um, why is as far as even women who are like, I don't want to do this as a business. Oh. Grab that I don't want to do this as a business. I don't want to um, sell anything. I'm like, yeah, okay, me either. I literally said those exact same words to my best friend. But I know they're good people. And so um, I know that they may or may not do that, but that's not my – I don't decide that for them. I don't push them into that. I don't do anything. I just talk about what I'm doing. And that's really worked for me. It does not come from a place of like systems or knowing what I'm doing or being in the business for a long time or a business background. It just comes from a place of like my heart and this is what I do and put your blinders on and you do you and don't look at anybody else. Mhm. That doesn't yeah. really tell you anything you asked, but
0: <laughs> well, you <laughs> yeah, know then. That- Well, that's true, and that goes back to intention and personal growth and stuff like that. It's like people always want to know, and we'll talk about some of the things that you've been doing, like the actual tangible things, but most of it is this, right? Most of it is your mindset, your intention, you know, people, I'm sure you've had this happen in your group, but sometimes people, they'll say the right words and they will never get results. They could be trying to sponsor somebody for years because they're coming from their head and their wallet and they're not coming from their heart. And you could say right. those same words and sponsor everybody versus, you know what I mean? Like this,
1: it's right. not about
0: the words. It's about the intention and where your heart is because people feel that. They will know that you're, where you're coming from. People aren't stupid. <laughs> no, I mean there's
1: a sense in you that, and I don't know if it's survival mode or just like god in us but you can sniff out a fake anywhere you go and mm. you know when someone is coming from a good place and you know when someone's coming from a weird place and if you're grabbing for money then people know that um I mean, selfishly. Now, if you're, like, trying to pay bills and you're coming from a, a vulnerable spot there, I think people are really willing to help you. But, again, it's, it's really, like, people are smart and there's something in us that just knows when people are total weirdos. <laughs>
0: total weirdos. <laughs> and we don't want to be creepy in this business because it's like it's one of I, I that's what I say you know I don't want you guys to be creepy in stalking people and like pressuring them or no. inviting them to dinner and then doing the bait and switch thing uh, creepy no don't no. do that don't do it <laughs> don't private
1: message people um, you know you friend them immediately and then you private message them hey I do essential oil um, how about you like just love them as a person and Find out what they like and follow them for a little bit, and and comment on their posts and become engaged. I mean that is slower, and it's but it's good because what you're saying is really value you as a person. And I don't, I'm not valuing dollar signs over you as a person. So, mm-hmm. I mean it's I am in network marketing, and I get about four messages per day, I'm not kidding, about like, hey, thanks for friending me and here's this product that I sell and I'm like, I blocked and I do this (laughs) as my business and, but that is, um, it's just not compelling for people and I think longevity wise, it's not a good idea. So, Mm -mm. maybe personal opinion, but that doesn't um, create really loyal customers and, all that. So,
0: Well, especially online, because you've done a lot. I mean, you've done online and offline, but you've done a lot of online. And I do a lot what, of online, yeah. Yeah, and when you're online, we have to – I was talking to somebody about this today. I'm like, we have to work double, triple harder if we're building online, because we're trying to establish a relationship through the Internet, which – Right. You know, we have we have to really work hard at that or that person is gone.
1: Right? right. There's no
0: loyalty. And so there's a the right. old phrase, you know, people are loyal to people not to the company. And mm-hmm. you know, cuz you you've, you've got mostly Instagram, correct? Is that what you've done or what what have you you mostly Instagram, right? I do whatever <laughs> That's my life. <laughs> whatever i whatever pops up in my feed I am seriously so
1: not very strategic I guess I do get strategic in some ways, but I think I just whatever works for my life, that's where I am all in, so you don't need to be good at everything you need to pick where you are most present and and you know most gifted at, and so the problem is that we see other people doing things, and so we try to tap into, quote, unquote, that market, and you're just, don't do that. Do, like, where are you already good at? What are you already good at? And then go there. So Mm -hmm. totally, I used to do blogging, but I think people act like social media is like, oh, you had it easy. You can just make a post, and then everyone likes their stuff, and then they buy your stuff. Well, here's what you didn't see. For five years, I blogged. I built my blog from zero followers, like zero. I mean, I remember when there was like, literally, those little boxes on the side that says ten followers, and you would know how many people followed you that day because of their pictures on the side there. And um, you know, I what I did was. I was just me and I was like, I don't care if I have 10 followers and it's mostly my mom and my grandma and like, you know, nine aunts and cousins and whatever. Like I wrote because I wanted to show pictures of my family and I wanted to show things that I was learning and I was showing like DIY things or things that I made that night or I was genuinely interested in these things and that's what I was posting So basically, I built my audience from zero to whatever in five years, but I never got paid really ever for any posts that I did. But I posted, dang it, for two times to three times a week, I posted on that blog. I did not get paid for it. I didn't get any kickback. I maybe got like some company that wanted to do a giveaway and I got to give something to my audience, but... That was about it. And I did that for five years. And so when I discovered oils, I had a good following, but that's because I never sold them anything. <laughs> I was just providing content for five years. I, I don't know if that's smart. But but when I finally did decide to sell something, my audience trusted me. And yes. I just I had built that trust. I had built that vulnerability. I had you know, just unknowingly kind of built my audience. So now when I sell something, even to my Instagram audience who knows that I I do sponsor posts from time to time and I do sell my product from time to time, practically it's about, you know, every 10 posts of good content, like good, you know, not just something you throw up there, but 10 posts of good content, I'll post one thing that provides an opportunity for them to buy something. But I'm very cautious and very um, thoughtful about my audience's time and their feed. I think a lot about that. So mm, it just yes. I think it comes from a place of, like, being thoughtful and how I like to be treated, and that's kind of how I treat my audience. Like, I really do care for them. I value them, and they are important to me. They've supported me through, you know, grief and um, you know celebrations, and these people have like really cared for me, and so i'm very careful about
0: um, how I approach them as far as mm mm-hmm. mhm yes and and that goes back to the trust factor I mean you know being online i you if you feel this too, but a lot of people think online is the easier solution to build and there's access to so many people, yes, but if you don't have trust, mm-hmm. no matter how you're building online, but if you don't have trust, and obviously your your people trusted you, and your business is a reflection of that in every which way, you know, online and offline, and young living and not young living, you're following. Right. Um, the, that's where the loyalty is built, and if you see so much crap out there, like where people just you know opt into this and join my team and la 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 la, mm-hmm. and it's all this. It's junk and It's nothing, noise. Nothing, it's noise and nothing. It doesn't stick. And there's no to build a true business like yours on the verge of diamond. You're get, You know. You're gonna push. You're gonna make it. And that doesn't happen unless you've built trust. Right. Like, and those people and I mean, will be gone always, tomorrow. <laughs> Go ahead.
1: Right. And it's always intentional. It's always um, like I know that I have an online audience. So, I work on building my online audience. If you don't have an online audience, you need to work on building where you're good at, and so yes. that's your school community or your um, whatever community you're in or your friends or whatever. like again, that would be the same. So for every however many times you hang out with a person, you you don't mention what you're selling. You just don't. <laughs> And then um, they can maybe see it to the side, they can ask about it, but you don't you just respect them as a person. And um it's the same with online stuff. So mm. it's I mean, it's I think it's an art. It's the art of relationships. Um, it would just it's wherever you're at, like be all be all in to that market. So you don't need to be online and you don't need to be building an online presence, especially if you're not good at it. Like please don't try to go make an Instagram. (laughs) You will wear yourself out. Like you will just be like What the heck? I'm so exhausted and I don't know how to do this and you make yourself sad and it won't work. But I would say focus on like, okay, where are you already good at? And a lot of people are good at like one-on-one coffee dates. Like do that, like do that, make time for that. Um, I spend just as much time as a coffee date, you know, 45 minutes to an hour on creating good content for Instagram. So there's really, there's no difference and you don't need to try to be anything you're not. You need to just wherever you go, Wherever you're at, wherever you're good at, like really go there. Be
0: all into that thing. Mm. You're you're doing some cool things you're sharing with me that right now is the hustle and right now oh, this man. where this is where it's gonna happen, right? Like December thirty first, it's gonna say time <laughs> and by the time you're done, right? So we're like we're all rallying behind you, whether we're live people here right now or people listening to the recording tomorrow. We're like, all right, let's go, Jamie. So, oh what? Why did I pick this month? Like December? <laughs> <emergency. laughs> but this is November. Such good months. I mean, for real. Like, hey, I hit platinum in May. So, like, you guys can do anything. That's true. <laughs> May is a hard month. <laughs> I freaking hit it in May. It was one hundred thousand, comma, three hundred dollars. <laughs> Stop it. it. Makes my heart happy because
1: that's how I'm I'm gonna sneak in since I'm in by the skin of my teeth. Two fifty um, three hundred. <laughs> literally. Like two fifty point
0: three zero. know it's <laughs> gonna not be awesome. <laughs> so Um if I are do these- if I do it. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I saw last month, you know, I saw some crazy things happen with people that True. I, in my heart, I thought, whoa, they're really pushing for something. They're pushing and I'm like, it, I hope yeah. They, yeah, I'm like, I hope they do it, but crap, that's a lot of balls, you know. <laughs> that's I Well, was <laughs> I did, I just felt, I listened to that,
1: there was a platinum call on, you know, people, what are you doing practically to get to Diamond, and I felt so inspired and you know what because I was at the same OGV they were at Mm -hmm, but I gave up I gave up and I said I'm not pushing for it so I stopped and they said I'm going all in and they pushed for it and they were hitting I ended up at 212 so for Diamond you need to get to 250 I ended at 212 they ended at you know they were at the same pace I was going except they decided they wanted to move forward and I decided I wanted to hang back And I listened to that and I was like, dang it, I, Mm -hmm. that's on me. That was on me. So, and it it doesn't need to be sad or weird or you don't need to shame yourself. But, so for December, I was like, well, I don't know. I guess it's, it does not hurt to try for it and no one's going to be like, I can't believe you pushed for diamond. How dare you? I mean, no, like, no one's going to feel, like, mad at you that you tried. Like, no one cares. So I thought, why not? I'm going to shoot for it. But I was inspired by them. I mean, that's that, that's the truth of the matter is you are who you hang with. And I listened to that call, and I thought, hmm, that, was, that one was on me. I could have pushed for it, and I didn't.
0: You know, I think, was that the um, – uh, the what do you call it? The thing where you look at the videos. Um, yeah, like a Zoom call. So the you, Zoom. I, mean, I'm like, I don't yep. do Zoom, so I'm like I do everything but Zoom. So was it the Zoom? Because I was on there too, and I was thinking, I, I that was me too. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I just was so surprised that they, and I guess it came down to they just decided that's where they were going, and that's yep. where they went, and. I mean, that was just inspiring for me. So I thought I'm gonna try I'm gonna go for it in December and the funny thing is it you can say that and you will immediately as soon as you say your goal, you'll have about, I don't know, five to however many people tell you that it's probably not gonna happen for
0: you. Sure.
1: <laughs> Which is like the funny thing. I'm like, uh, eh, okay. Just need someone to be like, You got this But but it's 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 trying and it's hard, but I always think the good things are the things that you really tried. The good Mm -hmm. things in life are the, are the things that you really put it all on the line for. I, I, you know, I've invested a lot of money. I've invested a lot of time. I've invested so much sacrifice. Like um, my family knows that this is a season of hustle for me. And that means there's not going to be a lot of dinners on the table. There's not going to be a lot of order. And it's December. I mean, it's like Christmas. So I'm sacrificing a lot to reach a goal. But it's because, and I think that's not for a lot of people. A lot of people mm-hmm. are going and be like, no, I won't sacrifice my December. That's okay. I, that I'm no, I'm no better than, than that. I'm just saying this is the season I'm in. If I get it this month, cool. If I don't, that's okay. Like, I'm going to get there. I'm going there. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to get there. But, you know, you hold it loosely, but you sprint towards it. And um, and you kind of have to just really believe that your season is not everybody's season. Your sacrifice is not everybody's sacrifice. And anybody who tells you it was easy, they barely had to try and you know they didn't spend any money doing it is i'm like lies <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're a your liar. house your house
1: must be filthy i mean how did you do that this month so yeah lots of help lots of babysitters lots of people no showers. making my <laughs> seriously i mean i look <laughs> So I was just, you know, I told you right before this, I'm like, oh, praise the Lord, this is not a video. I
0: know. There's a reason why this is not a video, Jamie. Uh, (laughs) we a bad day. I tell you, there's been two occasions in this last year that I've been asked to speak on a summit, you know, like a summit summit, like where my face was, which I didn't, I thought Mm -mm. it was just going to be an audio. And I was oh, being recorded gosh. either on Skype or Zoom. And let me tell you what, I freaking, I'm not those pe- type of person that looks cute without makeup. And I get on no. there and I'm being recorded. I'm like, shut up. I was so mad. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, please make my face a little square. Please make my face a little square. <laughs> I know. Let's pretend that the lights went out, you
1: know. <laughs> it's not a time for that. I. And yeah. then I think it like really summarizes the hustle well. I mean, you kind of just, like, say, I'm not going to be beautiful right now. I'm not going to have it all together. I'm not going to do X, Y, and Z. But dang it, this is me, and I'm trying. And so your audience, I think, responds to that. And they, like, see the person with no makeup on and in their kitchen and doing their stuff, and they're like, man, that's, like, that's me. And I think that's really duplicable. Like, I, I really think people see themselves in that and and those are my people so if Mm -hmm. you're if you're not that and you're going to fake it and you're and that and you're not going to do it this way i i'm not don't be on my team i actually it's not worth it for me to have those people on my team so it's a very niche market and um And I'm just not willing to – I've had other people on my team, and I'm like, we just don't – that's not me, and I don't work like that. I mean, I don't care if you work like that, but on my team, I'm the leader, and this is how we do things. And I think you have to really vibe with your leader to to follow that leadership and run together. And so my team knows that we hold hands together, and if we go across the finish line, it's together. Because Lord knows this is not all me. This is not the Jamie show, you know? <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, that's, not the team, that's not the kind of team I want to run, but to each his own.
0: So what are you guys doing right now to lock arms and get this thing happening? I know you talked about um, when we were talking, you mentioned a little bit about certain things that you're doing that you thought may or may not have worked, but they did work, and we all know there's things that don't work. So <laughs> right. what are some of the things that you've been doing? Because this will help everybody as they're learn, you know, A lot of people, these are, how do you want to say this? It hasn't been until recently that I've been really proud, again, going back to even that platinum group, where people are saying, hey, I'm doing this, and this is really helping, or hey, yeah. totally, didn't, totally didn't work. So what, what's right. going on with your team?
1: Okay, first I'll share a fail that my team and I, to laugh about, and like, no, it was a fail. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> fail, fail <laughs> fail, fail. I listen to uh, I listen to lots of stuff and lots of marketing stuff, and I listen to other leaders and how they lead their teams. And what I've learned is that you lead your team into your niche, and that niches aren't bad. So I think some people think, well, I'm a mom, but I really want to be relatable to also single people and empty nesters and also moms or whatever. But I think there's really a niche market for everyone, and, and you need to just niche out your market and run passionately in that niche market because it's what you know. And when you start talking about things that you don't know, it's it's just not a good thing. So, And it's not good for your demographic because, remember, your demographic, like, is you (laughs) so if you're Mm -hmm. telling them to do something that you're not likely they're also not that so um my creative writing teacher in college told me write what you know like you guys are going to get into so much trouble reading these books and then trying to like emulate this author that you found really inspiring and he's like you can be inspired and then do your own thing but if you're, like, inspired and then you try to copy that person, it's not going to be good. I mean, it turns into bad things like plagiarism or whatever. Um, so write what you know. And so I try to teach my gals, like, just do what you already know. Do what you're already good at. What you're already good at and then go there, like, wholeheartedly. So one of the things that failed was, in network marketing, they tell you to, like, make all these contacts every day until, so, like, you have, you know, business cards in your pocket. Yep. And you, you pass them out to strangers. So you're going to pass these business cards. You have three business cards and you don't come home until so you pass out the three business cards in your pocket. So <laughs> I had my team order all these business cards and then put them in their pocket and then I was like, guys, you have to pass three out a day and it doesn't matter if they're strangers or if you know them. Like, you have <laughs> to pass these out. I did this whole challenge and this whole campaign on it, okay, and um, uh, oh my gosh, my girls were like crying, they're like, I hate strangers i this is it didn't produce any fruit because they didn't know them, and like literally, there was no way to follow up with them like you you literally passed this business card out to a stranger and then you walked away, like it was literally like we were flinging cards at people, like Chinese stars, but business cards, and we're flinging them at people. And there was just so not a lot of fruit from that. Um, We still laugh at that. Remember when I was crying and shamed and had to pass these (laughs) business cards out because you made me? I'm like, what? (laughs) Remember that part of my leadership? (laughs) Right. It's so Um, funny. So hysterical. But you know what? I was really, (laughs) I was trying to be someone that I wasn't and I'm better in like relationships where I've built vulnerability and built an audience and and built with people that trust me and I had made so many more sales with people that I knew than like complete strangers just filling in a business card out so that was a huge fail and I'm not saying that's not right for your team it was not right for my team um Literally, they spent money on these business cards and then threw money out the window. So, whatever. Take it from me. That didn't work. <laughs> but um, we still laugh about it. But what has worked is just being in your community and working with your community. So things we're doing right now, we're, I think my team excels at enrolling people. We're really good at, at getting people in. Um so we added three hundred and thirty something. I mean, a lot last month. New new members. And, uh, but what, but what we need to work on is educating them and creating like long term customers. So the promo that we ran this month was giving them an incentive to get on to ER. And so I. I invested a lot with some of my top leaders to have people jump on to ER. So if you stay on ER for three months, we're going to give you 50 bucks or whatever the promo was. We did not think that that would be, like, huge, but we had 50 people jump on ER. So we're like, oh, that's great. I'm just going (laughs) to empty that bank account. Yes, save them a little money. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Not a big deal. Um, and so that really worked for us, but that was an area of growth for us. So we needed to boost our ER. A lot of people were um, jumping on that. So that was an area we needed to boost anyway. But we believe that that produces longevity. First of all, they have to stay on three months, and then we believe that the product is so good they'll hang around longer on a central reward. So... Um, you know, thinking about incentives as far as what produces longevity. And then the flip side of that is if your team is not getting enrollments, add enrollments, like you're not adding new members um, each month, you need to first of all look at as you as a leader, are you enrolling people? That needs to be a part of your strategy every month. Mm -hmm. um, And even if it's just one enrollment. It doesn't matter. You need to be doing one enrollment a month so that you remain just tied into your audience and your team and, then, um, and also emulating you know, what you want your team to emulate. So um, you never want to be like, you guys go get enrollments. You need to be getting a, like three to five enrollments this month. And the incentive from Young Living is 25 in two months, and you know there you are with zero. I mean that doesn't that doesn't help anyone. It's like parenting, you know. It's if you're not doing it, your kids are like, "Well, you don't do that."
0: So I did that for eight um, years, and it got me stuck. So I totally could write the book on that one. <laughs> Oh, where you tell people what to do or you... I told people what to do and I was so busy telling them what to do and coaching them that I wasn't sponsoring. So we were stuck for eight years at the same time. And literally, the, it, it's what everybody
1: has said and I think I was like, whatever. Um, I'm smarter than you. It's like the teenager or the adolescent, you're only like two years in and people are like, okay, just FYI, if you start managing people... That's yeah, not a good not place work. to be in, and you're like, whatever. Watch me manage this team amazingly, <laughs> and then you do it, and you're like, hey, yeah, we're stuck. Yeah, we hit a plateau. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Um, I just think whether you, it doesn't matter how you build. If you're a super strategic builder, you do the six legs. You stick with your six legs. You build under those six legs, or you do it super organic. You do a super wide line, you know, first line, and you you just see who pops up as a builder. I don't care how you build. Enrollments are the key. If you're not bringing in enrollments, whether strategic or super organic, like your um, organization, aside from some magical, like, thunder thigh is what we call it in our group. If you have, like, a thunder thigh, which is like your leg is, like, you have this huge leg. um, You know, you're not really going to go places so for, for the average bear you really need to be bringing in a, enrollment and however you make that work for yourself like you need to be making enrollments work for yourself so that your team is watching you yes. enroll people and teach classes and post online or whatever your market is Mm.
0: Yep, cuz th- we they they won't we got to do what we want them to do and if we don't that's a that's a huge reason I think that and we just got a couple minutes here. I think that's the number one reason why people get stuck at executive and silver because they start sponsoring and they start building, and they get some volume and then they go into that management mode and then the stuckness happens because they're not sponsoring like they were and it just seems to be stuck. It gets like Man, you're a leader now. Now you've got to lead and tell everybody what to do and you know, all that stuff. It's literally the worst. And I think it it's doesn't matter what,
1: what business you're in. My husband does sales. We don't have like a young living marriage and I don't we fit into the mold sometimes. But my husband loves his job. He doesn't want to quit. And he doesn't know how to log into my virtual office. He doesn't know what an upline is. Someone asked him at the Platinum Retreat who his upline was in an elevator. <laughs> I wasn't with him. And he said, Jesus, like, as a joke, <laughs>
0: Like, he did, He was just,
1: like, literally <laughs> clueless. Like, he does not know who my upline is. But he, um, he's supportive as far as, like, what can we spend our money on to help you function in this house, which is, you know, I do have a house cleaner. I'm not even sad about it. I have... Babysitters. I'm not sad about it. Um, you know, I feel very passionate about my work, and I thrive in my work. And I think a husband who recognizes that, whether he's like super involved or not involved, is is uh, does well for himself and his family. You know, just as far as supporting your wife, um, if you find the thing that lights her up, like. You know, invest in that, and it's so worth it. So he does sales, too. It's um, surgical sales, so he helps with, like, hips and knees and stuff like that. And he's not wanting to quit, but he understands sales. He understands seasons. And so he's very willing to understand when it's hustle mode. Like, this month, I'm like, Merry Christmas. My investment this Christmas is that one day we'll get to do all the things that <laughs> we want mm-hmm. to do. And so, you know, you may give up all the I think some of it is like the festivities and the the obligations. I think a lot of it was just obligations. So hustling helps me see what's really important and not important. So I I really do like make time for what's important during the holiday and I know people think, oh, you're working so much and you must be, like, sacrificing so much. I really think it's helped put some of my priorities into perspective. Like, I just know what's important and I know what's not. And some of that stuff, like Christmas cards this year, I was, like, I literally sit at my desk for three hours, like, with hunched shoulders, putting stamps and addressing envelopes. And as, like, an artist or, you know, like a creative type, that, like, sucks everything out of my soul. (laughs) It's like laundry. I'm like, this is not my spiritual gift, honey. (laughs) Um, It sucks my soul dry. Um, So I just was like, I'm not doing Christmas cards this year, and I need to not feel bad about it. You know, it helps you really put in, like, perspective. Like, I'm not going to host all the things. I'm not going to go to all the things. I'm not going to bake all the things and do all the things I hate. Like I'm gonna work really hard and then I have like this limited time to what am I gonna do with it. So I feel like this business has helped me um really put into perspective what matters.
0: Yes. Yes and yes and yes and it's it's true. And right now, like you said, you're in that season and it's what you've got to do. And that's what we do as leaders is we decide what's the priority, and we have to be okay with the rest, so that we don't have guilt trips. <laughs> we guilt tripping ourselves more or less, not from totally. other people. Totally. Yeah. Totally. So we're here at the top of the hour, and it's believe it or not, I just always get blown away by where we're at. Is there anything that you want to leave um, everybody with who is going to hustle either within right now or within the coming new year? Any tips that you'd like to give them before we just finish up here?
1: I mean, I guess I would just say generosity in your business and with your time has never bit me in the butt, so to speak. Like, it's never come back to haunt me. I've never been like, man, I wish I wasn't so generous <laughs> like in that area. Hmm. But I do look back on times when I've been like, uh, I, wish I, was, I wish I was more generous there. I wish I was <laughs> spent more time there. So I think generosity is always just a good thing to live by, and I think the other thing is just uh, find the things that you're already good at and that you're already gifted at and then just sprint in that area Mm -hmm. and put your blinders on. Like, you do not need to be anybody else. You don't need to run it like anybody else. You don't need to do anything like anybody else. Like, just where are you good at? niche it out where's your niche market and like really do that niche market really well there's there's other people are going to do those other things really well you do what you're already good at like if you're good at art like graphic design post those creative things like your content is going to draw people to you and if you're good at systems and type A stuff like system the heck out of this business like provide people systems you're going to make a lot of money being super creative or being super systematic it doesn't matter the problem is like being someone you're not god made you yes. very unique and with very specific gifts and so run in those gifts do not try to be something something you're not so i think the good news is i i literally have no clue what i'm doing I wake up every morning, and I'm like, well, I guess there's a sale with Young Living today. And <laughs> <laughs> didn't know that. And what am I going to do with this? So I was, um, in, in life or in, in your business, I always think you can think of things. I always look at, like, God handing you something or whatever you, your spiritual background is the universe, whatever, God handing you something, there's an outstretched arm, you can either slap it away and say, no, that's not for me and I don't want it. Or you can accept it and just say, this is a gift, what I'm going to do with it. So Mm -hmm. a surprise Young Living sale could be like, I don't have time for this. I don't want to do this. This is such a pain and I wasn't prepared for this. Slap it away. Or you can say, well, (laughs) here's a sale. I can increase my volume. I can offer wellness to people. I'm going to take it, and I'm going to spin it, and I'm going to get excited about it and share it with my people. I mean, you make it what it is. So um, slap the gift away or accept the gift and um, use it. So that's
0: my two cents. All right. Woo! <laughs> well, great. It. Well, thank you so much for being here. Let me go ahead and open the line so everybody can say good night to you, and then we can get back to our last hour of hustling. Hang on, everybody. Let me go ahead and open up the line. You know that.
1: Good Hello. night, everybody. Good okay. night. Nice. Thank, 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 thank you. Thank you so much. You? Good, good, good night, night oh, Mr. Wilson?